Welcome to 360 Conversations Black History Month podcast takeover. I'm your host, Tamu Thomas, founder of the 360 brand. It's October, here in the UK it's Black History Month, and I decided to collaborate with some formidable women to honour black women in history and consider what their legacy means in terms of wellness today. I believe that it is our duty to honour the women that have gone before, paved the way and provided sturdy shoulders to lift us higher by exploring how we can alchemise their grit into grace. Today's audio takeover nourishment comes from none other than my work wife, Nicola Ray Wickham, founder of A Life More Inspired. I just need to take a moment to honour Nicola Ray Wickham because Nicola is one of the most crucial parts in my journey to accepting myself and allowing myself to be myself throughout my business. Nicola is a marketing mentor and she supports women in business to show up wholeheartedly through their marketing, making sure that their marketing is aligned with who they are and their brand values rather than an older school form of marketing which was giving people or people giving people what they think people think they want to hear. Can you work that one out? I hope you can. I'm sure you can. In this audio takeover, Nicola honours none other than the powerhouse that is Auntie Oprah Winfrey. Nicola speaks to using your voice to tell, own and value your story. There's a line that Nicola used in this audio where she talks about the story she wants to write with her life. Mm Hmm. Question, what is the story that you want to write with your life and are you writing it? Nicola also speaks to Oprah Winfrey's ability to use her platform to speak to the nuance that is necessary within self-care, wellness, personal development spaces. Because it is not as simple as I need to believe this thing to be this thing when you are from a marginalised group, particularly when you are from a marginalised group of African descent. The odds are stacked against you in such a way that simply believing yourself out is not enough. And this is where things like the law of attraction become problematic because it lacks nuance. The law of attraction will have you believe that you are responsible for your experience of systematic racism, of the patriarchy. Those things are not within our control because they are at a systematic level. They are woven into our health system, our education system, the government, law, medicine. So to put the responsibility of being held back by systematic oppression in the hands of the individual is yet another act of oppression. Nicola speaks to this really beautifully 
and I'm not going to invade and crouch on Nicola's audio anymore. I'm going to hand you over to the very capable hands of Nicola Ray Wickham. Enjoy. Hey loves, my name is Nicola Ray Wickham. I'm the founder of A Life More Inspired and I help purpose-driven women to dream and do. I help them to take the ideas that are on their hearts and in their minds and bring them to life, all whilst bringing more of themselves to the table and showing up in a more wholehearted way so that they no longer feel like they need to perform within their marketing or be strapped to their laptop 24 hours a day or pretend to be somebody else. Um, I help them to show up wholeheartedly as themselves yet still attract the clients that they want to attract. I have a podcast called Dream and Do um, merchandise. I create affirmation cards for women and now for children and it's all about supporting women to dream and do and I'm really excited to be part of this Black History Month audio project with Live360, my lovely, lovely work wife Tamu and the woman that I have chosen to honour is Oprah. Now, Oprah needs no introduction. She is a powerhouse of a black woman. She's talk show host, TV producer, media executive, actress, and one of those absolute lighthouses for me. She was born on the 29th of January, 1954, into difficult circumstances and her childhood, in her childhood she experienced sexual abuse and poverty, yet she went on to do great things. Not only is she the the first black female billionaire, billionaire guys, (laughs) She's also the richest African-American woman. And although those accolades are huge things to be admired, what Oprah has also done is create that relationship with every single one of us. Her work has impacted on all of us and that is as great as becoming the first black female billionaire, I think. That, the the successes she has definitely sends a message, but she sends a message within the work that she does and what she says to all of us. So, as a small girl, Oprah was that lighthouse before I even really knew who she was. Remember the time when we just didn't see black women on the TV and the only black women that I saw in print or on the screen were the ones that, the the women that looked like my mum, my aunties, my family, friends, were the ones that were in magazines that my granny would bring back from her trips to see family in America. 
And now when we look at the media and the landscape, it seems hard to remember that time. But I remember when a black person would come on the TV and it was an occasion and my grandmother would call the house, obviously on the landline because there weren't no mobiles then, to say, quickly, turn it on to ITV. There's a black person on blind date. True story, that happened every time there was a black person on blind date. I remember the first time I saw a black person in an advert, and I'm sure it was Persil, and it was Chris Akabusi, and he was doing his PMA, Positive Mental Attitude. And then there was Oprah. Oprah was always this constant that, this woman on the screen, which even at a young age, I knew was something kind of special. Even as a child, I knew there was something deeply significant about what Oprah was doing. My mum loved her. Um, She used to come on the TV after school. And although I didn't always understand what was being discussed, the significance lingered in the air and it's only as I then got into my teens that I learned her true story I also read The Colour of Purple and watched the film and then saw all over again in a more mature capacity as an as a growing kind of going into adulthood what what she had been through and what she was continuing to do And then, as I came into adulthood, she became Auntie Oprah. (laughs) And that's still what I refer to her as today. And that, what I was saying in the beginning in terms of the power that she holds, yes, she's got these amazing accolades, but she makes us feel like she is Auntie Oprah. And for her to do that on a global scale with these women that she's never met before, that ability is something really quite special. So what she did was that she allowed us to have a voice. It's a voice that we, she showed us that we had a voice and that we needed to be using our voice. After all, if she could use her voice in such a powerful way after all that she'd been through, What excuses did I have? And the example that Oprah set in using her voice was that she was doing it unapologetically and she was showing up as herself. And this impacted me at a time when it wasn't okay for me to show up as myself. And I think for many of you listening, it was the same. Now it's different. Now it's encouraged to be yourself and to be unapologetic with that. Back then, it wasn't. It was about conforming. It was about editing and filtering yourself in order to be palatable to the decision makers and the power players. And that's what you needed to do to survive and therefore thrive. Yet there was Oprah proudly being herself, paving the way and showing us how that we could use our voice in in a similar way. And yes, it's taken society a while to catch up, but the fact that Oprah was doing it back then 
just makes me emotional to think about it. So Oprah is the queen of many things. And for me, I know that kind of the the headlines will read queen of talk shows and queen of this and that and the other. For me, it's the queen of storytelling. From her own story, from telling her own story and encouraging others to tell theirs, she was laying the foundation for every black woman to also tell their story. As a young girl, watching her in her signature style, in the platform that she created that was built on stories, that valued the stories, it invited me to think about my own story, the story I wanted to write with my life, the importance of stories to heal and to create change. And that is something that has never, ever left me. As black women, our stories haven't always been acknowledged, yet Oprah helped to create change. She made us feel like we had something to say and she gave us a big old nudge to say it. It was like she'd written us this permission slip to be able to stand in the seat of certainty of self and start the sentence with what I know for sure and for me not always being in a place where feeling like your voice was worthy or in its original state without the airs and graces that you might have needed to put on to be able to survive and therefore thrive but being able to confidently come back to what I know for sure is this, and that is valid, that came from Oprah. And moving on to wellness and self-care and what I take from her journey is that what she did in terms of her openness to spirituality and her willingness to share it at a time when it wasn't the rhetoric that we all know it to be now, that now it's very mainstream. And when Oprah started talking about these kind of more spiritual concepts, they really weren't. So she definitely opened up another gateway for me and she continues to do that. Her books act as a guiding light. So you will often find me opening up a page to one of her books to see what Auntie Oprah has for me today. What is it that I need to know? What is it that my soul needs? And trusting that I'm, and knowing that I'm going to get that from her books. Her Super Soul Sunday opened me up to so many different um, authors and creators and theorists that I probably wouldn't have come across. And even if I had come across them, having um, the conversation that, that Oprah facilitated with them meant that they were so much richer. And that most definitely has been a key part of my wellness and self-care. Her exploration of soul and spirit and self-development and self-help with the added nuance to the conversation was everything to me. That 
She gives us that rich context where she allows race and racism and religion and Christianity and different modalities and different schools of thought to all pour into um, her work and pour into what she puts out into the world. And when the those industries like the personal development self-help industries are lacking nuance hugely on a huge scale so to have her come in to the space and not be afraid to have those conversations and to be able to explain those concepts but knowing that everybody's lived experience doesn't look like necessarily the author of the book that she might be talking to or knowing that the context of systematic racism is important um, and the intersectionality of everything that she brings to that conversation is a massive part of the wellness and self-care piece for me because sometimes it feels like the personal development industry is very one-sided and is very one very whitewashed and that then can lead to people feeling alienated. Oh, why isn't this working for me? It's something to do with me. When in actual fact, it's what is being taught is lacking nuance and context and understanding. And Oprah, not only was she the first, one of the first people to bring this notion of spirituality and even a sense of self to the masses, but she did that whilst maintaining, not shirking away from those conversations and maintaining um, the context and nuance, which is so, so important. Oprah showed us that the deep inner work is, um, it's possible for us to make it our own and that it is possible for all of us. And I'm going to end this ode to Oprah with two quotes that I think really sum up her work. So firstly, the great courageous act that we must all do is to have the courage to step out of our history and past so that we can live our dreams. And I think this is particularly fitting for Black History Month because it's not about forgetting, it's not about living in a pit of ignorance to history and to the past but it is about being brave enough to look at that and take the lessons for that and then move forward in living our dreams because we are our ancestors wildest dreams we are living the life that they could only have wished for and in many cases that they work so hard for us to have so that one from Oprah. And then the second one is something she said, which is, my whole reason for creating a network is literally to bring little pieces of light. It's to continue to spread little pieces of light in the world to illuminate the possibility of the human spirit. And I think this just sums up exactly what she has done with those little pieces of light and I know it's something that so many of us are grabbing hold of those pieces of light and looking to create our own um, illuminations as well so I just find that really inspiring and I hope that you do too 
Okay, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for having me, Tamu. Sending you all the love. Thank you for listening to 360 Conversations. I appreciate you sharing your precious time with my guest and I. I hope you found the episode useful. I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast like an increasing number of our digital experiences, the algorithms rule. Your feedback will assist me reaching a wider audience and I'd really love to have more women being privy to or joining these conversations. The feedback I get following each episode is beautiful and tells me more women could benefit. As always, I'd love to keep the conversation going. You can join me by commenting on the podcast show notes on my website or via social media at Live360. I hope to engage with you soon. Podcast produced by me, Tammy Thomas. Podcast music produced by James Anderson. Take care.